Good morning, friends. It's Grania Tyndall here. It's Numbers for Success. And welcome to the Numbers for Success podcast on all things soul. Firstly, I have to give thanks to all you beautiful people all around the world who have been listening to my podcast. It is such a pleasure for me to see the podcast starting to grow and to expand around the world. And that is my vision. And that's what I was guided last year in the beginning of lockdown to start doing a podcast that can be shared with the world and it is my absolute pleasure to do it and to share my knowledge and wisdom especially being 20 over 20 years now as a numerologist helping people find their life purpose potential skills and guidance and I really enjoy uh, you know human nature I really enjoy why we do things why we're here and I, I'm obviously very intrigued by the soul's journey and what it is we're here to experience and do And that's why it gives me great pleasure to explore on some occasions the lives of people that are well known, people who have had a huge influence on us. Many great masters, for example, both men and women, of course, and people who have maybe probably been in the spotlight. Some of them hounded, um, some of them who brought brilliant music and the arts and creativity to our lives. But ultimately, you know, people who we can and experience that we can learn from. Because that's what this whole life experience is about, friends, to continuously evolve and learn. So today I decided I'd like to do a podcast just to give you some information about another up and coming event, which, of course, is the summer solstice. And I'm recording this on the 19th of June 2021. So from tomorrow, the 20th, it depends on the year tomorrow. Um, I believe the energy will start to heighten a bit leading up until the 21st of June. Here in Ireland, I think the sunrise is around 4, 4.15 or so thereabouts and we will have daylight more or less till 11 o'clock. So it's not the full uh, midnight sun, but it's pretty close. We only have a few hours of darkness. So for me, I, I love ritual. I love the idea of how our ancient ones would have, you know, really recognized and adhered and you know very much respected the earth and you know I feel it's something that us as a world we're getting a little bit better at it but it's certainly something that I believe these type of rituals and type of um, systems that happen are important to pass on to our children and our loved ones so perhaps if you're listening to this and you have children or young people that you could maybe share this information with please feel free to do so um, because the solstice and all the various rituals, certainly here in Ireland, um, we would be very, um, it would be very much a part of our culture. Uh, thank goodness to recognise the different uh, festivals which the ancient ones would have very much adhered to. And as early as, as the Stone Age, you know, we we receive information and have found information in various different ancient monuments certainly here in Ireland and of course Stonehenge and the pyramids and so forth where the solstice was very much a part of a very important ritual for those who went before us and the word solstice comes from the Latin word sol is for sun and stitium is to be still or to stop and the basically it looked like the sun had stopped in the sky because the sun is at when it's at its most northern point in the sky it is at the highest peak and therefore that's when the days are longer here in the northern hemisphere and the ancient ones would have used that as a marker 
for recognizing that it could be the time to plant some more or to start harvesting their crops so that would have been um here and certainly here in ireland and the celts and the druids they would have very much celebrated this time and a bonfire bonfires would have been um lit on all the various hills around ireland and they would have been even at the cross so it would have been great dancing and merriment and midsummer is a time it's a very it's a time again of fertility it's a time of abundance it's a time of the divine feminine the divine masculine meeting and because we're just leaving gemini season heading into cancerian season and it would have been a time where all the young men and women would hold hands and jump over the bonfire i wouldn't be recommending that now health and safety and all that and the highest that someone could actually um jump was meant about their virility so there you go lads give that a go and the girls so also there was great merriment and lots of you know drinking and and cohorting so it was great fun and that would have been a part of the celebration uh, in terms of the druids and, and the druids very much were um they were very mystical people and they did they really did exist of course and the word in druidic language for solstice is now bear with me it's alban alban finn and it's very much about the light of the shore because the shore relates to the worlds of land water and sky where they all meet and the druids kind of always liked the in-between space so there you go a piece of information for you but there's other um cultures that all obviously would have celebrated and commemorated the summer solstice um and that in greece it was the beginning of a new year because the solstice would always have come one month before the olympics so people would have been starting to prepare for that so that would have given them the they knew when the sun was in the highest in the sky they'd one month to the olympic games which i think is wonderful and then there's another festival um, called Cronia, not Cronia, Cronia, K-R-O-N-I-A, which was celebrating Cronus, who is the god of agriculture. And once again, that was in Greece around the 21st of June. Now, the ancient Romans, the good old Romans, they would have had a festival called uh, Festulia, or Vestalia, which was in honour of Vesta, who is the goddess of the hearth, as in the hearth of the home. And she was somebody who represented the 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 matriarch and uh, the goddess of of the of the home life, and so at that time, married women were allowed um, offer gifts to the goddess Vesta in the temple in exchange for protection from Vesta for their families. Only married women, though. And then, of course, here in Central, in Europe and in Central Europe, I mentioned about the bonfires, um, which was to boost the sun's energy for the remaining season. And then when the bonfires had ceased, the ashes then would be spread over the land to protect the land. Because it was felt that on the on Midsummer's Night Eve, that the dark, the evil, you know, that was what they the ancient ones would have seen, um, they lit the bonfires to stop the dark from infiltrating the longest light period, which I think is kind of symbolic of what's really going on on the earth right now. So the bonfires erased evil. So friends, maybe we should start bom- putting bonfires in our gardens on um, Midsummer's Night Eve. How about that? Um, the Vikings, this was interesting when I was doing my research. The Vikings would always meet on Midsummer's 
and they did that to discuss legal matters but equally to dissolve disputes so it was a day again of where light which is symbolic of information and also of um you know illumination and it's interesting that the g7 has just finished bless them all and they would have all met and they're representative of our governments around the world so it's interesting that a lot of the time the rituals that we uh, take for granted as just being historical they're not at all they're still being played out and as I said last time in the last podcast which I had a massive response to is um, that usually a general election takes place on a full moon and uh, on a new moon then you have these type of meetings the G7 very interesting I thought but the Vikings anyway they'd meet and they discuss legal matters and of course the Native Americans the beautiful Native Americans would have their rituals like the sun dance and the Sundance would be dressing in their beautiful costumes, especially the Sioux. The Sioux, the Sioux tribe would dress in their beautiful uh, feathers and their beautiful symbols and they would dance around the trees. And of course, there was there's a there's a, an ancient um, in Wyoming, there's a an ancient uh, stone um, re, uh, placement of stones that is, you know, probably a thousand years old or certainly hundreds of years old um, which the ancient Native Americans would have created and it is basically on the sol- summer solstice the sun hits at certain points so and it's all it's all perfectly done geometrically so again the ancient those who are the the natives of their own tribes they were so aware may, way, way more aware than what we gave credit for as we saw from historical context and then there's also another festival which I discovered on my um, my research called St. John's Day. And it's usually a celebration of John the Baptist. I'd never heard of it. And it's, it's actually done a day or two after the solstice, maybe around the 22nd, 23rd of June, and um, where people light bonfires. And it's definitely done in a place called Aaron Moor, which is up at the very top of Ireland uh, in Donegal. And it's a tiny little island off the coast of Donegal. And they have been celebrating that ritual for many, many, many years, centuries. And it's a ritual that is very revered and the bonfires are all lit. And from the mainland, you can see all of the bonfires lit on the night of St. John's Day, which is a few days after. Obviously, it's representative of the solstice, but it's been used in a Christian terms for St. John the Baptist. And what was interesting in St. John's days back in ancient times, people would wear garlands of flowers in their hair. And they still do for the summers. But one of those flowers was a flower known as Chase Chase Devil, right? Because it was meant to ward off evil. And as it happens, Chase Devil is St. John's wart, which is one of the most incredible medicinal plants and unfortunately it was removed from the pharmaceutical industries um, but I feel it can still be got it's a, it's a wonderful plant for many many medicinal purposes and so they would wear that in their hair Chase Devil which is actually St John's Wort which I thought was very very interesting and then just back to the uh, Celts again I just realised when I was doing my research I was extremely proud of this um, I didn't realise that in Celtic times the sun goddess was yes you've guessed it Grania. She was both the winter queen and the solar sun goddess. There you go. And she was called in 
as the bonfires were burning away to protect the seeds during the winters and to nurture during the summer. And I thought that was really um, quite extraordinary. I mean, I, I know my name is an ancient name, but I didn't realise I was an owl goddess. So I'm very pleased with that. And just in terms of what's going on, that's just the historical piece, which I always think is interesting to get an understanding. So it's very important at this moment uh, in time to make sure to celebrate and commemorate this day um, on, on the 21st of June. And, you know, whilst here in Ireland we have Newgrange, which where on the on the winter's solstice, um, the light, the cavern is completely filled up with the rising sun. We have a place called Carrakeel, Carrakeel, excuse the pronunciation, in Sligo, where it's a small little cairn and it does a complete opposite there where the light fills the cavern on the summer solstice, which I think is very cool. Um, and again, the ancient ones really revered and they, they watched the calendar. And the next big festival we'll be talking about is Lunasa, which is in August. But for right now, we're just enjoying and, and really in, in treasuring this whole time of rebirth. And because the day will be the longest it'll be it's really an important day friends to set intentions um it's a day to really you know to up up our game and to recognize that the light is prevailing because really from this day forward from the 21st of june it is a tipping point friends it it, it does mean as you know that from that day on the light will start to um ease one minute a day so but in the meantime we're still going to enjoy it and what's been very interesting I've been following um, some information I think called the Schumann resonance and the only way I'm not a scientist so I'm going to explain it as as in my own uh, laywoman's terms the Schumann resonance is it's a um, it's a measure of the auric energy of the earth right and of the light activation on the earth right now and it's it's based i'm just looking up my notes here it's based in russia and um it it follows what's going on in the earthly energetic field at this time and for for the mo- for the last while it's been focusing on um you know how people react and respond it's it's a little bit like heart math it's it's like watching a heart monitor there's all these lines and slashes and when when there's a surge of positivity it just it, you can see it rise in the Schumann in the resonance um, and then when there was maybe when people would interfere it even changed as well but what's very interesting friends from June 12th to June 16th it flatlined so it went black and it was very interesting because I, I watched it myself, I witnessed it. There was no um, no activity at all. And when, when that was actually um, viewed, they realized that there was an influx of light, that the light was so strong that it literally, it couldn't measure, it couldn't measure the light and sustain the, the measurements of the inf- influx. So I thought that was quite interesting. And it came back on the 16th. Now, as we know, the 16th is a day and it's a day of, um, uh, it's a karmic day. And it was also the day of um, when there was a lot of activity going on in the earth. And so therefore, it, it seems that this vibrational frequency or um, 
uh, amplitude of the earth energy was flatlined, which I thought was actually fascinating. And so that therefore means to me that the light is prevailing, that things are starting to happening, happen. And we're entering now into Cancerian season. We're leaving we're leaving Gemini, which is all polarity. It's about extremes. And look, friends, you don't need me to show it to you or talk about it. You can see what's going on in the world at the moment. The extremes are incredible. But we're heading into this Cancerian season. And this is about activating your intuition. It's about literally we're heading into Father's Day tomorrow, which is about the divine masculine. We have Cancerian, which is about the feminine moon. It's all to do with. So it's about the energies coming together. It's about union. It's about abundance. It's about the light activating. And literally, I believe the light activating our own systems. So therefore, if you may have felt exhausted or you might have had strange symptoms I always say, if of course, if you had those, you know, and you don't feel well, obviously ch- go check it out with your medical practitioner. But on an energetic level, I relate to the energy of what's happening as we are activated into this new way of living and this new light activation. And it can cause vertigo, you know, pains in places you never knew you could have pain. Um, energy levels are rock bottom or extremely high extremes. And just to be aware of that, because it's literally like we are in between dimensions, genuinely. I mean, some people are living in a a dimension of fear and that's what they see. They listen to the news full time. They read the newspapers, but they're listening to a narrative. Right. And that's their choice. And then there's other people who are literally like you, whoever you are listening to this, you're coming from a higher narrative. It doesn't mean you're better. It just means you're coming from a different space and you are seeing things from a different perspective. So even in the height of a a situation in the world, which can be, you know, terrifying for some people, it can also be the time of fertility for others where they're creating a new way of being. They're creating a new way of living. And I'm witnessing myself from people I'm connecting with. So this is a time, friends, to develop mastery. It really is. And up to now, we've been, you know, preparing and planning and plotting, shall we say. But now, as this influx of life, these diamond-like codes are coming in. And it's literally about, you know, the ability to take responsibility for our own experiences of this humanity becoming the master setting an intention like it's really events it's really down to us now it's not down to the governments it's not down to uh, the royal family or royalty or or those who govern per se we as the people we as the vikings did they got together on, on on midsummers and they sat together and tried to resolve their differences This is about taking back our power, making sure that we bring to the table what it is we wish to change. And that's where we have to do this from this point on. This is the tipping point, friends. Everything is symbolic. Everything is relating. Everything from the past, the present, the future is happening at the same time. And so therefore, in terms of long term planning, this is the time June 21st, 2021 and 21 on both lines, you know, 24 in the beginning, 21 the end, which is all about expression, creation, 
manifesting. We are the plan. It is down to us, not other people. And so therefore, what are your visions? What do you wish to bring into this life experience? What is it you wish to see change about? And do it. Start doing it yourself in small terms because if you if we can all start doing and really being a part of the new way of being, it may take you know, the earthly time could take a couple of years, but it's the beginning because we now must start bringing back the power to us, the powers within us. And, you know, it was Viktor Frankl, that wonderful psychiatrist who was in the concentration camps and he never gave up. You know, even there, he'd lost his whole family, his wife and children, and he still found beauty in everyday experiences. Man's Search for Meaning, the most wonderful book. And so friends, you know, even in the context of what we're experiencing in this global, global experience, this is the time, the solstice, the sun standing still. This is the time for you to take note of where you are in this current experience, where you are standing, where your light can shine in the world, what you can bring to bring change freedom versus control this is so important friends this is what this is all about right now for you and celebrate this day celebrate you know another you've got through the six months of this year and you have just maybe take stock of how far you have come within that six month period and then from six months onwards as we prepare I know for the, the winter, autumn and winter, the harvest, the abundance, the accepting what it is we have worked on and worked upon and really believe that there is always a higher reason for why and things happen. But bring back your power, friends. Enjoy the day. Dance. Be around people you love and celebrate the fact that you are on the earth right now and know, know that you are loved know that you are worthy and that by you being on the earth you are worthy of being here and I'm very impassionate about this I I get very um (laughs) very worked up as you can hear so friends if I can help you or anyone you know you know to understand what their soul's purpose is or what your soul purpose is please feel free to contact me at numbers for success number four in the middle numbers for success.com i'll also be on the dermot and dave show on today fm again on monday the 21st of june not sure what time but they're on from nine to twelve so i'll be on at one of those periods and many blessings to you all thank you for all your love and support and for helping me to keep going with this to keep motivated and our next podcast will be about the beautiful Princess Diana. And please feel free to pass this podcast on. This is all free. It's all part of my gift to give to people, to just to inspire people and to help people to recognise that when you have a little bit of knowledge and wisdom, it can bring you, you know, it can bring you a good distance. And, you know, look at the ancients, how they, how they continued to evolve and grow with very little compared to what we have but probably a lot more so much much love and blessings dearest friend be safe be loved and until we speak again many blessings